0: What we find is that they counterbalance, don't they? Yeah. If the sales markets go down, the rental goes up. Oh, going mental right now. So oh. rentals going mental. Rentals going mental. <laughs> I don't know what that. I was. don't know what, what that was that's either. Nice. Hi guys, welcome to the Property Developers Secrets Podcast with myself Andy Cook and myself Lloyd Gerardi. We've decided to pick up quite a hot topic today. So feedback from people putting comments into the into the what is it? A podcast comments comments in the comments so people putting comments on the podcast and also in our groups on our portals on the socials and um, all the trainings we've got as well as well at the moment people are asking about is it a good time to get into developments and what is the state of the market at the minute for developments so we thought we'd have a conversation about it we'll tell you about our sites as well and you know some of the questions that came out, and in fact, one of our guys and one of our highest training sessions, he's one of our mentors as well. He talked about one of his own sites, whether it's a good time to to start. So we'll, we'll bring that up and say what we said around the room, I think, and get it out to all you guys as well. So the reality is at the minute, um, and we've just finished some of our own sites, haven't we? We've just finished the the Findon site for four houses, probably one of the cleanest, best builds we've, we've done. It's, it was a really yeah. lovely build in a great um, town with good demand normally. But we've found that the market's been really flat, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that one um, at the moment is on the market. Um,
1: We don't really want to drop the price right now, but we're looking at potentially renting it out for the time being. And that will basically help us for the next year or two years um, until the market picks back up again and we can sell at the right price. But yeah, we don't want to just drop the price for the sake of dropping the price. Um, Same with the site up north. So we had 12 houses, 10 of them have sold, two of them, um, are yet to be sold and we're now looking at a service accommodation model on that one and uh, which is actually a really good model well looks at things as well so that will probably bring in about 30 to 40 grand each per uh, each property so two of those uh, 60 to 80,000 pound a year on a cash flowing model um, to keep it so actually it might be in, in hindsight, a good thing that we're keeping those two.
0: I think that's what this, this kind of market does, though, doesn't it? It makes you think outside the box. It's really important, though, to have like a plan A and play B at the plan B at the start, isn't it? You know, yeah. you need to know what your exits are going to be. And if you just pin your hopes on one exit, you know, sale or rent, and you've got no other exit, you know, it can trip you up in development. Development. So we've had to do that, and you know, we didn't want to do service accommodation up there for that. And um, you know, it wasn't our first exit. But when the market drops down that fires that one up and actually what we find is that they counterbalance don't they yeah. if the sales markets go down the rental goes up oh, rental's people aren't buying. going mental right now so like, rentals going mental, rentals go
1: mental. <laughs> i don't
0: know what the DJ, was. i don't know what, dance don't know what, dance what the was dance was either no, i don't know what happened <laughs> there mate the some watches. little trigger wasn't it from <laughs> yeah. your past there When you did the old (laughs) rental rental dance. Yeah, Yeah, I was thinking
1: a bit Kevin Perry, actually. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, um, but, you know, you need to have that balance. And and, yeah, like I say, when sales aren't going, people have got to live somewhere. So if they're not buying houses, they've got to rent. Yeah. So rental is going mental. Mm -hmm. Lloyd is right. Um, so that's really good but that that just highlights the fact that we need to be versatile we need to have these kind of plans sometimes it's not just us we might have investors in on those deals so you know we have to set that up probably from the start with them and then have conversations with them now but just explain how that could work with an investor if you've got an investor who's expecting to get their money back out from a sale and they can't do that what kind of conversation would you have with them? Yeah
1: I think the the overall is let's say we're paying 10% um, development finance on the money we're borrowing to build the development at the end of that you're going to put that to a mortgage product which probably is around about five or six percent probably six percent these days um, so you've gone from 10 percent interest on developing the, the property to a mortgage product which is longer term at six percent now if you have to leave money and you can't refinance or you can't mortgage then you can actually pay the investor the same amount as what you pay a mortgage so it's no different to the exit strategy you were probably planning in the beginning you're just paying the investor this until you can refinance or you can sell. So the, the investor still going to get interest on it because you can rent them out. That rent will basically pay the interest for the investor. So there is an exit. Um, I think the, the beauty with developments is it can be flexible at the end. It's not just like, yes, your plan A might have been to sell or to keep. Um, you can alternate a little bit. The one thing you've really got to watch out though, unfortunately, is, is the VAT. So if you are looking to sell at the beginning, um, and then you uh, you end up looking to keep it. Then there might be a bit of a VAT thing there, like a clawback. But again, we can go into that in a lot more detail on another podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let let me bring in the question that came up in in one of our you know real real um, our, our condensed groups is real probably our highest level training, isn't it? Yeah. And it was one of our mentors on the property developers' mastermind that we run, and um, he's, you know, he's really successful. you know they've got it's Matt Kavanagh. we did a podcast with him, didn't we? Yeah. Um, he started training with us probably probably four years ago now, maybe even five, five. and um, they had one site, him and his dad didn't they, for seven flats in Bedford and they wanted to, his dad always said like, it's like an insurance policy coming through white box yeah. and, but they've just taken off since then. They've got 11 developments now, haven't they? All various stages. Some have been developed, some are in development and some are in planning and um, ready to be developed. So really successful. And what he's got the same issue with us on a site that he's on now where, you know, market slowed down. You know, his, his um, specialism is like village locations around Bedfordshire you know, a few houses around there. He's just done a chicken farm, hasn't he? Which he's done into luxury homes, lovely. Um, But he's got a couple which are are sticking a little bit for all the reasons we just said. And he's got another one which is ready to go. Um, uh, It's in Earthlinboro. We know Earthlinboro very well. We lived in Earthlinboro, both of us. And he said, is now the time to push on and develop it out? Because I've got permission, I can do it. Or should I hold back, um, you know, stick it on the shelf for a little bit and then do it in six months, a year's time? And initially, we all sat back and thought, oh, we pondered it a little bit, I think it's fair to say, didn't we? And then we ran through some of the reasons and just subjectively looked at it from all angles and, you know, we'll tell you what conclusions we came to. So, yeah, do you want to start that off? Yeah,
1: so we we discussed it and said, look, actually, look, is this the right time? And questioned it. We looked at the pros and the cons. Um, And I think at the moment, it probably is because like even the national house builders aren't building like loads and loads of houses now, like they've got big stocks to sell. So they've sort of uh, scaled back a bit, which helps the smaller developers build out because then demand and stock isn't there. So actually by building now, you're in front of the people that are gonna start in the new year or the middle of next year, and you'll have completed your development by the time people start again. So that you'll have a um, property available that, yeah, is a limited stock. So it could be a good thing at that time. Um, and because of that, because the national house builders are scaling back, things like labour costs and materials are actually coming down a little bit to be able to. Uh, but well, the, the big
0: house builders are juggernauts, aren't they? Yeah, they cannot move quickly like we can as small to medium developers. And um, you know, for them to change strategy takes months, like it would, like a big lorry turning. Um, so for them to stop now, it's going to take them a long time to get traction and get back going again. And they're doing that because you know the the, the national demand is dying down. Um, so I agree completely that in a year's time, they're only just getting back up and running again. And, you know, you're going to be delivering these, these houses, um, in that period, as you're correctly saying there, if they're not building they're, that's a massive, demand on materials um, the stocks of the shelves are going to be really packed out in, in the merchants um, and they're not coming off the shelves so they have to discount to keep they're, they're a business of themselves aren't they, they have to keep running they have to keep um, making offers and things like that so it's be, whereas build costs were really high a year or so ago, a couple of years ago they're starting to come down anyway and that's going to drive them down even more so it's going to be the most economical time that we've had in the past, in the past 12 months or so to actually deliver the properties um, Labour is going to come back to the market who normally get tied up in the big sites. So you're going to get good quality labour filtering back into the market, which is going to drive the lower quality labour out because, you know, they're not going to be able to... There's not enough work for everyone, so cream will rise to the top and also day rates will come down because people will be fighting for jobs. So it all sort of feeds back into you should be able to deliver it at the best price possible in the market that we're in now. Um, And then I suppose it leaves the question, is 12 months... Or, in reality, if you're starting now, you're probably 12 to 18 months away, aren't you? Is that long enough to have a turnaround in the market? And um, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I think there's the exit, the exit strategy of potentially renting them as well. So, um, it's gone up my head whether Matt was looking to sell or rent. Um, but if you're looking to rent, then yeah, you want to get started ASOP because the rents are high at the moment um, because everyone is looking to rent rather than buy. So, well, not everyone, but most uh, majority of people, because there's not a lot to sell. Um, so, yeah, I think rental is quite high at the moment. So, yeah, you want to get them completed ASAP to get the higher rent. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, looking at it, we have the, the uh, multiple exit strategy. So, we've just got to look at that and think, well, yeah, let's start now. Because in 12 months' time, I think it'll be okay. I think interest rates are starting to um, peak and maybe come down slightly. And I think if they do start coming down in 12 months time, people will have the, the urge to buy again. So I think they, they will be then, like I said, the, the limited stock will be great at that point. Whereas if you wait six months and you're selling in 18 months, so is everyone else. So I think you've, yeah, I think 12 But interest
0: rates at the minute are a contrast because we've been used to them so low, yeah. but, you know, and it's been a shock for them coming up, hasn't it? Yeah. But people will get used to that, won't they? It's not yeah. going to go anywhere. I don't,
1: I'm not going to predict this and don't hold me to this, but from what lenders have been saying and what our broker's saying is that there's a prediction that they're going to stick around high for a while in terms of the 5%, um, but they are going to start to drop and probably settle around about 4% in three years time. So we've got to get used to it. Like this can't people can't not buy for a long time. So and if that happens, if people don't buy, the government will step in and there'll be um like the stamp duty um uh like dropping stamp duty down or giving a new home scheme again. Like there'll be something that the government will step in to
0: help sell houses because they need to sell houses. Well, I think what we've seen in the basically ten years we've been around property, and especially through the pandemic, people don't like to sit on their hands for too long. They get shocked when things like the interest rates have been going up the last few months and they get shocked and they stop because they're startled and they're like, oh, I don't know what, you know, I don't know, I don't want to remortgage. I don't want to buy something because I want to see what's happening. But they'll do that for so long. And even in the pandemic, when everything stops in a lot of different areas, People did it for six months, didn't they? And then they started spending money on their house because they had, yeah. you know, they had more disposable income and things like that. You know, so house re- um, renovations went up and all that kind of stuff. As we came out of lockdown, people, you know, they didn't. Nobody likes to sit on and ma- not make their own choices and decisions for too long. So if we're in a period now, which we are, where you know, we had an open day the other day and no one even bloody came to it, did oh. they? Because nobody's looking. Nobody's looking on right move, nobody's whatever. They're, they're sitting on their hands. They're in yeah. their shock period. So from what we've seen a, in the that like wasn't a lack of
1: effort either. That was 12,000 letters we sent out to say it is an open day. Yeah. And no one turned up.
0: Yeah, you know, but that's the market we're in. But what that tells me is that if we're in that extreme now, in three, four, five, six months latest, people will be fed up with that and it will generate its own momentum again. Yeah. So going back to Matt's properties and his point is that you know 12 months is well long enough 18 months is probably even better that you're going to be hitting that market at a point where buyers are ready to buy you know they got used to interest rates at that point you've delivered it at probably the most economical you're going to be able to do in this period of time within a sort of two or three or four year period of time and you know you've got good labor good materials to do that and you're going to be selling it in a market when there's not as many properties about so, we came to the conclusion as a group that all right, we have to think about it, but this is the best time to 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 build a site like that yeah so and if you want to make the most of this kind of period of time and those all those um uh factors, if you like, you know you need to be getting f- sites now, because also buying now is where you're going to get the best deals because people have got the same fear, haven't they? Yeah. people have got all those fears we just talked about about market and all those kind of things. And people are not buying, so it's driving it down. If you want to do something different, if you want to get benefit out of things where other people aren't getting it, you have to do the opposite to them. And picking pick sites up now, you get it for the right price, can't be wrong. No. You know, it can't be wrong. No, and I think people that are looking to sell now have come to the
1: conclusion that they need to sell. Yeah. Like if Why sell now? It's not the best time to sell, but if it's being sold, they need to sell. Yeah. So if there's a need to sell, then they'll negotiate
0: on price and... Yeah, I think there's a lot of negotiations to happen in the next year. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Look, I think that's been really interesting, but I've got something for you guys as well. If you want to hear more about this, especially market conditions and some of the factors we've been talking about there, but definitely from a lender's perspective, we've got Scott Marshall, who is the MD and and founder, if you like, of um, of Roma Finance. And he is coming on a webinar with me. Now, we've done this webinar before. Um, we did it on a Zoom platform where we could only have 100 people max on it. And it sold out in, or it didn't sell out because it's free, but it, it, it filled out. up. It maxed out in you know, hours. So we're going to do it again a few months later because Scott is an industry expert in this kind of topic. So if this interests you and you want to know more about it, then join us on... It is the 21st of November. So it's a Tuesday night, the 21st of November. Um, The link, depending on how you're listening to this, will be in either the description, if you're on YouTube, or the show notes, if you're on Spotify or um, any of the other platforms. But find the link and join us on that and um, it will be an eye-opener and it will also give you confidence to where the market is now. So it'll be on Tuesday the 21st at 7.30. Come and join us and... um, yeah, it'll be a, an, an eye-opening night. It would indeed. See you there.